beautiful believers. Welcome to the Authentic Action Podcast, where we dive a little bit deeper into diverse stories of diverse lives with all sorts of people from all sorts of walks of life. Today's guest is a very interesting man who gets to speak to all sorts of people from different walks of life as well. And in fact, that is how we met. And we'll get into that story uh, a little bit in the near future. But I wanted to let you know that he is a man of many talents and many interests. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about how he came to be living the life that he is living. Without further ado, I introduce Sean Meese. All right. Welcome to the Authentic Action Podcast. Uh, I'm just going to dive right into today's episode with a brief introduction. And I'm really happy to have today's guest, who is an interesting friend of mine and an interesting person. And holds a special place in what would be the Hall of Fame for the Authentic Action podcast, because if not for his 100th episode, I don't know that this podcast would exist in the form that it does. So I'm looking forward to diving a little bit deeper into your unique journey to where you are now, where you get to talk to all sorts of interesting people as well. Without further ado, let me introduce Sean Meese. Thanks for joining me, Sean. Yeah, thank you for having me again. And uh, yeah, you you were the hundredth episode on my show, and then I okay, was and the then first it was one hundred and one. Right, yeah. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm only on twenty two, which you know I've had lots of stalls, but it seems apropos in uh, February of twenty twenty two. Somehow, it's come around that I'm doing my twenty second episode now with you and i'm feeling like it's like an, a neat porthole to uh, a a new a new life breathing new life into this episode uh, or into this podcast ra- rather so i'm looking forward to seeing where where that cascades to as well as like i said i really uh would love to hear more about your personal journey um how you came to be where you consider yourself now and we'll go forward from there Okay, so so you want me to just start at the beginning, or you're gonna? Sure, at the be yes, at the beginning of time. No, uh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm particularly interested in 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 uh, you designing a life that's unique to you, and how you both decided, like you know, however much your background that you want to give, but in particular, how you have decided to and then designed a life that is unique in in particular to you okay well uh it's always um i guess it's always been like related to this like media communications or uh entertainment i'm an actor as well i've been doing the podcast now since 2013 mm-hmm. and uh it just started with uh seeing other podcasts and wanting to talk to interesting people and at the time uh in undergrad i was studying film and i was taking some journalism classes because uh, i was still part of the communication uh field and um, I, I like doing the feature stories where I ask questions and I brought the people out. And um, 
I, I just thought that maybe that's something I should do more of and kind of, and then it started with doing more interviews and it kind of became more conversations where I bring the person out in the way I would do an interview. And uh, I, I don't know, I've gotten to talk to a lot of interesting people. So that's good. Yeah. Do you remember a time earlier in your life where you had a, like a decision or a, or a flash of insight about that, that you can look back and see like that was part of the process that led you into this communications oriented life? Um, I guess, I guess it was just like listening. I mean, I, I, I guess it's, it's always been there. Like I was like doing podcasts, like even like, like out of high school and stuff. Like I did, I did like a metal show and like, uh, like, um, like early when I was doing community college, we did one that like played in the cafeteria, like a radio show where we talked about metal. I don't know how many people heard it. I think it just like went to the cafeteria and then, um, yeah, and I guess, like, more in, like, 2012, I started, like, listening to a lot of podcasts and, like, seeing people put themselves out there. And um, it just seemed like it was a, another medium for people to express themselves and uh, a way to connect people. And that's, like, I, I like having a wide variety of, like, people from different backgrounds and walks of life and then kind of finding the similarities and also appreciating the differences, too. Mm-hmm. And did you just kind of start on your own as, as I did? I mean, it yeah. wasn't a, a class assignment or anything else, just kind of decided and then did it? Yeah, it, it just kind of decided. And I started with people I know knew, and then I kind of went from there, just like reaching out and it got more and more prolific, uh, pro prolific over time. Mm -hmm. so. That's cool. What number are you on uh, these days? I did just, um, but I can't remember. i well, now it's about one thirty. Um, it was originally like one thirty-seven. It was originally more, but then there was a couple I took down that like didn't fit with like the direction I wanted to go with the show now, or like the quality wasn't the same. Um, so I, I just left in the ones that I thought fit with where I want to do now. Because it's like it's been a long time of the show and like uh, a lot of episodes. So like there were just a couple I didn't really thought fit with what I wanted to do now. So. Mm -hmm. I have noticed, uh, I haven't listened to all your episodes, but several, many I have over, over the years now, a couple of years. And um, I have noticed that lately you're back to interviewing some really, uh, seems like a kind of a new wave of exciting, interesting people that you got going on. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot. And I have another one I'm releasing, I think, next week. The record that I haven't released yet, too. So that's good. Yeah. Well, so... Um, you still didn't really tell me anything about in your personal background, like even before um, performing, is there something um, that you feel like is, uh, again, looking back and maybe there isn't, but uh, like where you see like, oh, this, this point in my life, I decided to do this or this driving, you know, this in inspiring or driving force is, is what has, uh, led me or enabled me to come you mean like with all the like in the arts and like the, the yeah well and, so your podcast yeah. uh yeah. which we could talk about and at least introduce in um bsing with sean niece and and one of the things about it that caught my attention is your uh one of your taglines I'm, I'm not sure if you call it but talking to people who live outside the box and so that aspect of you know, we might call it interesting people or unique pe people who aren't 
conforming to all the standards of the norm mainstream, which I think makes for extra interesting conversations. But I wonder if there was, um, yeah, a point where you consciously made that decision and then look back and see how that was in the works or um, that's just how it unfolded for you, I guess. Um, I mean, I guess like in high school, like being in a, a punk band and then I was in like a punk band outside of high school and doing like uh, grindcore. Like we, we talked to a lot of people around the world, like doing that similar style, like no matter what the culture was, they were part of this subculture. And I, I just mm-hmm. thought it was like, I don't know, I guess that got me in the line of thinking like there's people that don't there's people from like all over the world that like don't are out of the box or like doing their own thing and not like mm-hmm. informing to the world around them and it's um i guess i just wanted to show like the like the individual throughout the world like no matter what environment like people who kind of went their own way yeah yeah punk music has definitely uh got a lot of that vibe in it how long have you been playing music if you don't mind my asking um well i mean i i was i was doing it since i was 13 and then i kind of fell out of it and went more into like acting and uh like filmmaking like the the stuff i i got interested in um after high school but then uh well actually like late like more like later college and stuff like that like once i figured out like what route i wanted to go and stuff Mm -hmm. but uh yeah now recently like the past few years i've been back into music again and i'm playing with a band again it's like another outlet um doing like instrumental music and we're adding some music with songs too and i have my own project and I'm kind of merging some songs from that project into this band now too. So, Yeah. See, all of that is what I really am fascinated by. Cause I have some of that too, Sean, but I don't know that like a lot of humanity doesn't seem to as, as you and I have talked, you know, outside of this. And I feel like um, whatever that maybe it's freedom, that, that willingness to try different things and um just be true to your own internal navigation system. Uh, I don't know that there is an answer, but I'm trying to I'm trying to dig a little bit to see, you know, what we all, what comes up as far as maybe a way that other people can cultivate more or feel freer to do that um, in their own lives. Oh, to just express themselves. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What? And so, was there an influence? Like, did you just feel that? as long as you've known or was there um someone in your life that inspired you to or gave you permission so to speak when you were younger to say you can you know be your unique true self and you don't have to always conform to uh what other people are doing i guess i just i don't know maybe i had maybe i had a hard time conforming to what people right were doing so maybe that's just was more my nature like i i I don't know like i i usually like had a hard time like staying in class or kind of like i don't know i would I would like make a scene or i, I just was I, I think i was just more naturally like i had to do more effort to not to conform a little more to than i had to not conform i guess <laughs> yeah i can certainly relate to that i would say yeah. uh similar for me yeah not not sure i had a choice <laughs> <laughs> as far as not conforming anyway Thank you for sharing a little bit. I'm not trying to overpry. I'm just really I'm curious. And I think yeah. I think it's interesting for pe- for us all to hear, you know, our various ways that we come to that uh, conclusion for ourselves that 
that it's okay to live as your authentic self, how, whoever that is, it's beautiful that we're, that we are different. You know? Yeah. And I, and I guess it's like, uh, in my family and stuff, like both sides, like my dad writes and my, my mother's like singer, actress, and then like some people on her side are into the arts. I guess it's just kind of like in the genes and stuff of the, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you saw examples of that growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Well, um, yeah. So uh, what are you into currently that, uh, that is exciting in your life? I mean, uh, doing video editing work. Um, I'm glad to finally be doing some work that's like kind of related to like what I studied in school and stuff. Um, like at, for a nonprofit, editing videos and editing the podcasts, and I want to do more like work with that. Um, I guess I'm trying to focus on what will make me like money first, and then kind of the other stuff I can kind of do as I go. Like I have a film I'm writing that I want to shoot, and I want to get people to act in it, and I want to play a part in it as well. But like that, like I, I want to like that's kind of like a thing I'm doing on the side while I try to like I'm doing the thing that's making money now. But like I want to like that's what I want to put the number one focus on is like the 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 thing that where this kind of in my field and in my interest that can make money and then the other stuff I can kind of do like I could then it's easier to fit in the other stuff like. Mm -hmm. that like like that's that film i want to shoot and i do the band and that's more of like uh just another creative outlet um so i kind of i've learned to compartmentalize i guess the different things so yeah oh, that's cool that you're getting paid to develop that editing skill and that uh as you as you hone in on that filming project for yourself huh yeah yeah cool well um yeah, I I have my three questions question, but I uh, I am curious uh, if you want to share like your favorite or most interesting uh, interview or uh, maybe epiphany that you've had during interview and in, in the maybe during the pandemic specifically since that's been pretty interesting ride for everybody. Oh, like a favorite interview. Yeah, either something that stands out, or or maybe specifically something that you had an epiphany, you know, like that that has stuck with you, that uh, as a something you learned, or something that stood out in one of your interviews. I know I'm hitting you right off the cuff with no warning, so. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's definitely been a lot of them. I, I was going to say, I'm sure there's more than one answer, but uh, if something comes to mind that you that you feel like you want to share. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, the, the recent one uh, I did about with uh, my friend who I've stated, I've had him on a couple of times. Luke Yun was talking about uh, growing up in Cambodia and everything. Well, like he, he's actually, um, his parents were from, were missionaries from the U.S. And like he's of uh, indigenous descent. And then his parents went there to like, um, to Cambodia and he, he grew up there. And like he, he, being a writer and stuff, some of his stories was interesting. And, yeah. um, yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. And just, like, t talking to people from, like, different parts of the world that, like, finding commonality with them mm -hmm. and, like, staying in touch and keeping a rapport. Um, like, um, Malak was another guest I have. She's in, she's from Gaza. And now she's in, like, school in Turkey doing, like, art. She's, like, a, she does, like, Picasso-influenced painting. And um, she grew up, like, during, like, war and, 
stuff like that. Very different experience than I had. But like, I feel like, like, you know, I've kept in touch with her and we've connected on some things like being both being like creative people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, it's, and, I, and I like her work of like the Sufi dancers she's done. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It is cool how we have so much in common, even with so yeah. many differences, I think. And now that we're able to discover that with more and more yeah more and more means of connecting that's cool yeah and, I, and i've liked the episodes i've done the kind of like there was one i did with uh joseph mauricio who's a meditation teacher and he's into comedy and he talked about like mental health and comedy and mm-hmm. also um uh, there's been there's been others there's been oh yeah the ufo the guy uh, uh the guy um was it alan tafoya he's an actor and he's uh he, he saw like a ufo on his reservation yeah. the apache reservation i think you saw that one yeah uh, yeah that one caught my did catch my attention because it's near where i live so yeah and i've heard i've heard other people talk about that so very interesting i have to put these back on so i can see a thing oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah um so what are your what are your hopes for moving forward with the with the podcast i mean i want to continue to do it because i I like it's always a good way it's always like a consistent thing i could do i enjoy it i enjoy like talking to different people i want i want to get it out there more um and uh but i know like a lot of the podcasters i know they're kind of known through like something else and then the podcast like i don't know it's it's there's there's very few podcasters where like the podcast is the one thing that takes off and makes them famous um or like makes them like makes a career out of it so it's usually something they're doing on the side is something else they a get book. a book is the popular way i know yeah. <laughs> or uh there's other people, yeah i'm sure but uh, or like or like mark maron was uh like a comedian and actor yeah and stuff and then yeah that's that's something um that comes up a lot and we've talked a little about and you just mentioned and i've been thinking a lot about again is comedy and you mentioned it in the context of mental health and i think just uh health in general, because of course, mental and physical, all the wellness is all intertwined. But I I wonder if you have experienced, uh, or if you would agree in all your interviewing of people now that comedy um, seems to play a really big role in both in people's health and management, but maybe also in that creative piece of becoming, free, like in the evolution of becoming, yeah feeling free enough to express yourself there seems to be yeah. a connection to comedy well, and it helps connecting too like like uh, it helps like feel it helps the other person feel comfortable if you add a little humor and yeah. it used to be more like oh reading questions from a list like very serious now i try to always like joke and be light like no matter who i'm talking even if it's a serious topic we're talking about because then it can have more of like a conversational mm-hmm. kind of friendly tone and i think that then that kind of gets people to listen more too and Mm-hmm. yeah there's actually quite a bit of research in the educational field where i have some background about about using humor to open like if a person is clamped down and feeling heavy and argumentative they're not gonna learn anything you know so the first step is to is to lighten and open the mind and comedy is one of the quickest ways to yeah. do that yeah you have a fair amount of background in 
some comedic endeavors. Am I right? Oh yeah, like like improv. I haven't done stand up. I've done uh, improv. I've done uh, and I've done like some films where I did comedic acting, mm-hmm. like uh, um, and I did like a voiceover where I did like a comedic role and uh, in like a different kind of voice. But uh, no, no stand up yet. I don't know if I'd try that at some point, but. Yeah, I notice you say yet, and I hear that a lot. So do you have, yeah. you kind of want to, but yeah. don't feel quite ready to, or? Um... Yeah, I mean, I, it definitely wouldn't ever be something I'd pursue as a main thing, but just another, you know, to try it as an outlet or, mm-hmm. like, um, that's how I've learned, because I've always had interest in, like, multiple outlets and multiple things, not just one. So the way I've learned to organize myself better is focus, prioritize one and, like, or prioritize, or even prioritize, like, one or two. Mm-hmm. And then the rest you can kind of fit in on the side, like. But you see, there's a lot of people like in media and stuff that don't, don't just do one thing. That's it. Like, um, I, I was David Lynch was just the one that came to mind. Like, he's a filmmaker, but he started as a painter, and now he also does music. Like, music he puts out there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I too have many, uh, many mediums. I li- if I could put it at just one, like creativity basket. If you, you know. I have to title it one thing. It's being myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have thought of, um, cause like, uh, making like the, at, at some point this would be further down the road and I would need like a bigger audience. Um, the BSing network, to, like making a podcast network kind of like, um, but that would be like, I would have to like establish that a bit mm-hmm. more, but that, that's another goal I've thought of is like making a podcasting network with other podcasts. With yeah. the BSing too. I like the format. BS, you know, it has a freedom to it, which is ever more appealing to me, which is just a conversation between two human beings yeah. without um, you know, necessarily any other big agenda. Um, I think is val- is valuable to us all. So yeah. Thank yeah, you. And that, and that yeah. seems there seems to be a lot of shit. Like people seem to be more and more drawn to that these days too. yeah there's l- there's less and less authentic <laughs> deep yeah. conversation going yeah. on it seems like so um yeah yeah again i think thank you for holding you know for doing that and i think i didn't realize a couple years ago how how it was going to seem to be trending you know toward um i don't know that it's harder to find because at the same time there's more and more of us who are free to do it but still there's um yeah, seems to be a lot more short sound bites. So at least me personally, I really do value the, the longer form, just yeah. conversation. So. Yeah, well, it's but also I like, I mean, I, mean, I mean, people spend uh, like, but then at the same time, like people like they, they watch longer things too. Like they watch longer Netflix shows and stuff that has more like character development. And like, I mean, I, I just think there's also like there's people have short attention spans, but it's like, just in like different mediums, there's, there's, um, there is like a market for like things that require a, like a, a longer attention span, I guess is what it would be. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. We yeah. just have more choices. And so I think we figure it out what we prefer. And it is yeah. awesome that we can, that we can yeah. do a seven. But then it's like everybody's good. in their own, like nobody's getting the same information. But like people are in the echo chambers. So it's kind of like everybody's living in their different realities. So it's like, it's hard to find, I guess, now I'm thinking like world issues, stuff like that. It's like, it's hard to find common ground sometimes with people because they're getting a totally different like narrative and perspective. And like you talk to someone else, they're getting a totally different, and there's just so many different yeah. ones. It's like, it's harder to find like 
it's hard to get beyond that sometimes because everybody's just in their own echo, echo chamber. So, yeah, I think that's an excellent point because there's a, a for me just reflecting on that now. There's a there's a perception that because I'm able to see more and more people and connect to more and more people that I'm getting a broader perspective. But at the same time, I am more and more in my own, literally in my own bubble in this box. And so um, I'm actually getting, you know, more a narrower and narrower lens perspective. Yeah. Uh, on the well, well, I guess because like even even if it's like people that may, may be different in some way, like yeah, there has to be some kind of, uh, I guess, like way they resonate with you mm-hmm. in some way, one way or another, otherwise, yeah. Yeah. hmm Nice. Yeah. Well, um, let's see. What would, what would you say has been uh, one of the biggest challenges uh, for you in, in your endeavor to stay true to doing, you know, doing you and being authentic in that way? I guess because, uh, I guess, like, well, and it's something I've developed through the podcast um, and learned to be a better conversationalist and through improv. It's just like, I feel like a lot of ways conversation didn't always come naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel like when I was younger, when I tried to make a conversation with someone, it would, it would be like an interview. Like I would just ask questions that, and um, a lot of times, like even certain things like, uh, like, like I, I'd say a joke or something like, and it would sound serious. Like sometimes what I'd say wouldn't match my tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know how accurate this was that I, the, 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 like when I was 13, they said I was like on the autism spectrum, but I, I, I definitely have some kind of thing like that, where that's like what didn't come to me naturally, but that's also why it has made me more self-aware and kind of like how I interact with people. And it's been something I've kind of had to teach myself a bit more. And uh, I feel like that's kind of helped me become a better communicators since it was like something that I kind of had to learn um and I just feel like that's I've learned how to kind of not just be rigid and be like okay because I because it before it was just like I can only talk if we stay on this topic and we talk about this but now I'm more like flexible and I'm able to go into all these different directions that I didn't expect like uh improv helped a lot with that and just like talking to a lot of people on the podcast so Mm -hmm. yeah I've, I've heard in some of your interviews, and it seems to be a very prevalent topic, uh, attention or, you know, our, our, um, our struggles with our attention. And I heard an interesting talk lately where she talked about using either like the flashlight of focus or the floodlight of focus, and then how that plus our, our um, oh, uh, she called, oh, executive like our juggler, you know, and those three work together and we all have a different balance. But I think um, in some ways, when you get a, a label or a diagnosis earlier on it, and or just that challenge, it does <clears throat> lead to earlier on learning how to, yeah. how to navigate those aspects of our attention in a way that serves us well. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just, and it's um and it's and it's interesting because like a lot of people um like with with, uh, with uh, being on the spectrum they usually think of like science math like I, I'm not good at like those topics at all like even now with like when people give strong opinions about science stuff I'm just kind of like like for me it's more like if it's something about human rights or something like that I can give a strong opinion but if it's like a science thing I'm just kind of like whatever I'm not a scientist like 
I, that's just something like I don't know because for me my obsession was always something in the arts or it was like a show or it was something creative like like because uh, that's like a thing of being on the spectrum is like you you fixate on one thing uh, sometimes it was really random stuff like as a kid I focused on I, I watched um celebrity death match like again and again I know that's a really random show to be obsessed with but like I remember I used to like tape every episode and like watch it like a hundred times and right stuff like that yeah and now I have to be careful or my mind will spin off to all the things I'm obsessed yeah. with in my childhood as well. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think so many of us, you know, maybe if, if uh, maybe we're one of that one in 10 person or one in 15 person who's, who's um, atypically wired or, you know, whatever label fits. Yeah. But I do think that the bot, like kind of the bottom line is that it's, di there's, this, there's diversity within any, any spectrum of late, you know, um, and it comes down to learning how to develop a functional life for yourself that you can enjoy and make it work for you, whatever that is. I think you're doing an excellent job. I think, uh, yeah, we need more arts and humanity and comedy from my, uh, my perspective, can't really have too much, so. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more math and science too. I'm not opposed to math and science. <laughs> I like both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That well, that's actually like I think it's um like uh people people always focus on being perfect or being born like oh this way no. But I feel I feel like it's our imperfections that kind of make us into who we are. Like it, it also can be our greatest strength. Like our our weakness, what we think are our weaknesses, can be turned around and made into a strength because that's something you have to learn and like adjust to. So. Yeah, absolutely. I hundred percent agree with you there. I think that's really a super key for me. Uh, that 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 is, that's the beautiful thing we each have to offer in this life is that unique thing that one might call a flaw or a challenge, but really, it's uh, yeah, it's your superpower. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of superpowers, if you had three super wishes <laughs> and one. Um, had to be for you personally and there's no limit like literally they were like from from uh where's superman from i suddenly forgot um anyway from outer space somewhere with superpowers you have three wishes with no ramifications just exactly in the perfect way but one has to be for you one has to be for humanity at large one has to be for your podcast i'm gonna get tricky with it and uh okay yeah because i was thinking of one that was kind of included the podcast so i guess well, I'll well perfect the then you you preempted me anyway what do you what would your three wishes be okay uh well the for the podcast and i guess this would be like career in general like since we're like thinking wish for anything yeah if i could somehow do just the podcast and then other projects maybe like some act if i could be making a good living just doing the podcast and then just whatever other project I want to be a part of that'd be great and just the like the other be your main thing huh yeah. yeah yeah and then like do other pro like acting projects or if i wanted to do like you know a youtube channel and just kind of do that like creative stuff and just mm -hmm. make good money doing that that'd be great so mm -hmm. all right so successful uh bill paying bill paying success for the podcast yeah yeah just doing everything i like doing what i enjoy but right. getting money doing it so yeah i'm torn as to whether to count that as your personal super wish or your podcast super wish so you get to decide on that one <laughs> hmm. yeah i guess the per personal super wish um 
I guess, I guess to even be, hmm. I guess to even be like an even greater communicator, maybe like, and also, um, maybe learn, I guess, um, I guess maybe be, be more of a person who can bring people out and make people feel comfortable and be more of a, I guess, person who can bring joy and fun and that to people. So. Cool. I want to, I want, I'm suddenly like, Ooh, any language, that would be a cool super wish. <laughs> that might be a lot. <laughs> uh, cool. And uh, how about for humanity at large, if we're even worth a wish right now? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I wish people for, to like empathize more with like people that don't look like them or don't, or don't come from like the same culture or like background as them. Because I feel like a lot of times people only empathize with people that are kind of like them and it's harder for them to empathize with people that are not so much like them. So I just think more listening to each other and empathizing with people that are different from you, or at least on the surface different, I, I think is a good um, thing. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. Yeah, not just looking for similarity, but appreciating our differences. And yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. That's beautiful. Yeah. So what are your, uh, what are your, future promotional things anything else that you want to share with an audience tonight or um perhaps there's a topic that you're hoping to get into hmm i mean i, I feel like we we covered a lot of good stuff uh promotion for the podcast i, I mean i'm kind of like i'm doing i'm kind of doing it on top of other work I'm, i mean i'm continuing to do it um and i'm putting it out there on social media but you know like with a podcast like I'm doing it a lot of it for the the joy of it too. So like, um, um, well, but if I the, could tell us the what? detail, tell us the uh, BSing with Sean. Give us the the uh, place to find you and that sort oh, of. Oh, B thing. BSing with Sean K is on Spotify or iTunes. Um, also, if you Google BSing with Sean K, there's my blog BSing with Sean K. Dot and there's also my main site SeanNeese.com. And which I'm currently adjusting. I'm making a video editing reel and putting it on there and audio editing, kind of all the different like skills I have on there. So cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I interrupted you. So if you can remember where you were before I did that. <laughs> oh, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I guess, I guess this, the thing with like doing a podcast or like anything creative like that is you, you got to learn how to, it's, it's only something you can really like do or pursue if it's something you enjoy without any kind of reward like if i if i didn't if i had the whole focus of the podcast was i want to make this the biggest podcast then i would have stopped years ago and i would have not had all the interesting experiences i had so like it, for me it was just always something that like i felt i needed that was inside me to do and i just wanted to connect with interesting people and i just like telling people stories learning from them and i, I feel like i learned something new from every guest and um, it always enhances my perspective or teaches me something I didn't think of before. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I can relate to that. Do you have a personal story that's a favorite these days that you would like to share with us? Hmm. I mean, I, I, I know I shared some of them. Um, hmm. Trying to think recently. And I, I guess I can't think of one like right now, but. That's fine. 
I know I yeah. just put you on the spot. I'm trying to get That's better right. at putting people on the spot. So yeah. how am I doing? <laughs> oh, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, yeah, I've been working on my personal story, so I think that's why it's on my mind. But I think, um, yeah, you are you get to hear other people's personal stories so much. You probably have a, a you know, like one of these days, if you ever wanted to write a book or, well, you mentioned that you're blogging, but I imagine that there's just a whole plethora mm-hmm. of great stories. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the the one DJ. I mean, um he goes by TJ Pat Pervert, his uh, Pasquale Santoro. Like, I, I like that experience of interviewing him in Auto Shrunken Head about, like, his punk rock DJ night. And just, like, the whole story went through with, like, being in a band and then getting depressed and then falling back into DJing and finding, like, what he depressed when the band broke up and then finding himself again through, like, the DJing and just, like, interesting uh, stories like that. And, um, I, I know that I know there's been like others like too, like uh, the one that I did about the the, the Epstein where where I brought on uh, Caitlin Copenhaver. She's like a photographer. We talked about um, like we we t- like she does a project where she goes like does photography related to different locations, kind of related to the the whole Epstein thing. And um, I know that like Facebook like like uh, it wouldn't let me promote a certain post, and like I, I had some trouble with that like th- them trying to take down that episode like so i don't know it just made me feel important that they tried to like take that down like i guess there was some people that didn't want stuff about epstein out there so <laughs> yeah it's interesting uh i've had a some it's interesting when when we feel like we're being censored the push to uh yeah. it's like a, i feel that will push i've recently had some waves of that like yeah doesn't like it's, it's easy for people to say, oh, we should deplatform this person or we should. But like I've said that, like I, I've gotten political and stuff on my pot or said things that were like criticizing like the, like the establishment or things. And and I might not agree with like other people or I might think even what someone's saying is maybe harmful in some ways. But it's like someone could say the same thing about me, like in what I say, if I have a country. So it's like. I don't know. It's like you say like, oh, you want this person's platform to be taken away or you don't want them to say what they're saying. But then it's like then you you allow that they could do the same to you. So, yeah, I think it's super important that we allow for imperfection, so to speak, even within, you know, both just different perspectives. But also even if you're, you know, as the buzzword is misinformation lately, like that needs to be we need to be able to be wrong, from my opinion. and. also context matters heavens like why i love just a good conversation because we should be able to explore things i like to process things externally as do a lot of humans and if we can't talk about things how are we gonna form yeah. opinions about them? well and, and if you're having and if someone's ignorant like how is that person ever going to learn to not be ignorant unless you right. have a conversation with them and try to help them see things a different way you know yeah yeah i yeah. think and we should be a lot we should be allowed to overcome our own ignorance and then form our own opinions you know oh now i just thought of another story i like and it relates to what i just said Uh um my friend uh gabe gabriel he's like uh he's from brazil and he Mm -hmm. uh he came here to pursue acting and singing and just like his story of like how he saved up he grew up in a favela and like he saved up to travel and everything and um yeah, I just remember there was a, and I also just remember there was a, a woman at work that like said something ignorant about like people from Brazil. And I remember I like I said, oh, well, maybe you should look at this podcast I did 
like maybe it'll give you a different perspective like she'd see someone like hear someone's story that of someone who's from there then maybe that would like kind of change your mind mm-hmm. like well, not change your mind, like get her to think yeah. yeah yeah expand your awareness a little bit it's amazing yeah. what one human story can do for us where we see yeah our commonalities and our differences and go like, Oh, cause commonly we struggle. All the details might vary, but we like, we're still all struggling in our own ways. I feel like in this life. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing and uh, digging up some stories. Is there anything, any other topics that you want to get into and explore? I mean, I did. I did think of how, like, how in some ways. I mean, I know, the, I know there's a lot of. Um, well, I mean, I guess just like any kind of profession, like there's a, there's that you know there's that. I guess there's the idea, like, but I, I was just thinking, like, acting um, in a way, like, to be a good actor, you have to like be able to put yourself in people's shoes, like, be empathetic to become that other person. Like, if this person thinks totally different or even does things that are wrong, if you're like playing a villain, like. I know that's that the villains like the extreme or just someone you disagree with, but like what are in their mind, they're not the villain. Like what is the reasons for ending up this way? And um, I was just thinking like acting in general, like, like it requires to be more empathetic. I know like, but but I was going to say, I know a lot of people say like, Oh, you know, a lot of actors are narcissists. That's like kind of like the, like the con, like that's like, I guess like a, I don't know if stereotypes the word, but like, that's like a common, belief like some people have but like i I think like to like you kind of have to to really like if if you're really like into it like put yourself in another person's shoes or i mean and draw from your own experiences too but like there's different methods to it yeah yeah i recently reviewed some old classic stories and was reminded how some of the recently banned books which is a kind of uh exciting topic in and of itself but but how important it is to be able to explore characters. Often we do that through fantasy or through, you know, acting out a story. And then we, then to see which characters you identify with, for me at least, I usually can identify with pretty much every character in a story to some extent, but often there's, you know, we, most of us like to identify with the hero more than, you know, more often than not, but still, um, a good villain most of us can identify with that too and i think a good story allows us to identify with all those different kind of archetypes or or pieces where um yeah i i well because everybody everybody's the hero like in their own story that might seem like the vote like i I remember at least when i was a kid like i I used to think like i used to have a kind of a i mean because that's kind of how i was raised like how most of us like were were raised was like um like you know like the, the more black and white view like everything america does is right and america is the good guys and like these other countries like they like don't share interests like this is the bad guy this is the but then like as i got older i started to realize you know well to the other country's perspective it's like america's being the bad guy and like they're doing the. it's just like i don't know the world isn't like a black and white place yeah, like, yeah. I agree. To me, there's a lot of nuance and a lot of context. Yeah. But I see how the simplicity of black and white serves uh, serves some lives well too. Yeah, um, it's it's more of a it's more of like a the grayness of um with that of like Game of Thrones than mm-hmm. like the just like the Dark Lord versus the the good of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, 
I've been literally just gotten to a book about how color is so important and psychologically, you know, the effect of color versus grayness in our uh, capacity to, to be more empathetic and just feel like we're yeah. living a more. Well, there, well, there was also life. like that, that cultural thing of like, you know, like the, like the dark, like the black, or is represents bad white represents like good and that probably played into like a lot of racism in history too but yeah yeah, yeah it goes it kind of yeah. goes on and on all those little little aspects yeah. but and i again yeah. i don't think there's one answer or one right way but i think if i think it's so important to have conversations about those kind of topics and not make them so taboo or so rigid that we can't um talk about them freely at, at the risk of saying something that maybe later will be like, you know what, that was, I, I disagree with myself later. Like that should be okay. I think, but yeah, but, you should be allowed to have a right to be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. In our, co like, shouldn't, that doesn't mean like I'm yeah. trying to ruin some, you know, something or someone yeah. to be able to have. A well, and if you censor someone that just shows all they, all they say is like, well, I must be right. If you're trying to shut me yeah, down. Yeah, that's just said, like, <laughs> uh, to yeah. me, that's propagating like ignorance or, you know, this smaller, just smaller and smaller framework of, of thinking where you're not allowed to consider things. Yeah. Anyway, I shan't go down that rabbit hole any further. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, we're all, we're all feeling so much a uh, pinch of all the changes, various, uh, just all kinds of exciting changes. Um, yeah yeah mm -hmm. that's the only constant thing change yeah yeah exactly so what are you most excited about in your uh near future endeavors um i guess well yeah i guess uh just getting back out there more uh, um and just like uh trying new things more because like you know with omnicron things were a little slow also um getting back into the podcast again. And I like that I'm, you know, seem to have my career is starting to pick up with this production, like video editing, audio editing. Like I, I seem to have a future kind of with that. And then establishing that I can kind of um, fit in the other things more. So I, I just feel like uh, uh, I'm on a good path moving up. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You energetically, like you got a firm footing, your feet feel firm on the ground again. You, you have that yeah. sense about you to me. So that's cool. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, why don't you give us the details about where to find you again? And then if you want to give us a party. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I gave it before, but I guess I could. Yeah. BS, yeah, yeah. K, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's on other things like Anchor and stuff. I believe. Or Anchor. I don't know if you. Mm -hmm. That's a. But um, also YouTube, the videos, but, the yeah. videos on YouTube, you can watch like the talking face to face um, or be or just on uh, my blog or my website, um, bsingwithseank.blogspot.com. That's like the main source of the feed. And then there's seanneese.com, um, okay. which is kind of like my all in one site, which I'm currently working on some more now. Cool. And, I'll put uh, links in the description, but I just wanted to uh, get your audio versions out there, too. Nice. And uh, yeah, well, thank you for having me on again. Um, it was good to return to the show and uh, I've had you on my show. So maybe at some point I'll have you on my show again. So. Yeah, I'd love that. And uh, yeah, thank, thank you for helping inspire me to uh, just leap out into the unknown myself. I really do appreciate it. And yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess because you, you said that uh, your show, I, I helped inspire the show in some ways, too. Like, yeah, and someone else told me that another show I was on recently, the Jangler show, like, that's what my friend was telling me, like, oh, like, look at what you've done. Like, you had, you said you told me you had two different podcasts you inspired. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about the ripple effect of all yeah. of that. It's pretty astounding when you start to think about it. So, do you have a, parting advice for somebody who might be doubting their own unique path or you know their impulse to follow their own their own uh desires to do whatever it is regardless of how out of the box it might be well i, I guess uh, the, the the advice i can think of is kind of like was actually mentioned in the the last episode i did and that was another interesting one i did with the guitarist of my band where she talked about like like she does art as well as guitar about like art with animals and their place in the modern world that's the one with angela graham you should check that out but uh, we, we talked about how like starting you know it doesn't matter if you don't have everything like like if you have like a great setup or anything to start whatever you want to start like for me like when i started the podcast i had kind of like you know a shitty mic and stuff and like just like i used it wasn't the best quality but um now like slowly i built up the booth and I, it's like just start don't think like i gotta get this i gotta get that to get started just start and even if it's like not where you want it to be at first that's how you learn you just improve and yeah yeah excellent advice yeah thank you, thank you. well thanks sean i really uh, appreciate you coming on and talking with me and i look forward to talking to you into the future seeing what we both do so yep sounds good yep thanks thank you all right that wraps up today's episode of the authentic action podcast thank you so much for joining me i hope that you enjoyed that conversation with sean meese be sure to check out his podcast bsing with sean k i will put a link in the description to that as well as his website. And while I'm thinking of that, be sure to also check out our sponsor, Sleeping Dragons Company. You can find lots of wonderful things, including natural aromatherapy blends, natural essential oil perfumes over in our Etsy shop. You can get there via sleepingdragonsco.com. That will also be in the description. Thanks for stopping by. And until next time, stay free.